Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. All righty, here we go. Tennessee is... 1-0, a 59-10 win against the Ball State Cardinals. And, Amanda, let me just open it up to uh, the forum out there. Your thoughts on the game. Go ahead and send us a message, and we'll get to your thoughts as much as uh, anything else. But, Amanda, I've got some thoughts on the game. I know you do as well. Season opener always has surprises. What was under the Christmas tree for the balls in the opener? Well, 59 points was under the Christmas tree. I didn't I didn't see that happening. And I know this guy uh, in the chat earlier today said 63. And I was like, calm down. Just calm down. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't far off. He was better than I was. I had it at 48-17. And I know you had it. I can't remember what you had it at. but I had 56 to 16. Okay. And, uh, so, the uh, yeah, I, I had... I had one touchdown and three field goals. So it was one touchdown and one field goal. Um, that That's the way I saw it playing it out, playing out. But I, I, everything that I want to say about this game is going to be based off the first half because there were some guys in there in the second half. I mean, Navy Shuler got in the game that tells you pretty much all you that need. That was cute. It was cool. It was super it was cool. But, cute. Yeah, and I love yeah. Keith Shuler. I'm tempted to text him and see if he wants to join us now. Uh, I might just do that, but uh, we'll see. Um, Let him enjoy his son's game. That's true. He's probably with his son. He's probably like, come on. Yeah. All right, so we'll do that. Uh, but Amanda, the I think the most surprising thing 
to come out of the first half. And again, comment now and go ahead and share. And we would uh, certainly appreciate garnering your thoughts. Um, I was I was a bit surprised by Jalen Wright and the fact that he looks to be the clear-cut number two tailback. Um, I thought that would probably be Dylan Sampson. I think the way this is shaken out is that Jalen Wright is and Jabari Small are the one-two, Small being the one, Wright being the two, and then Dylan Sampson's going to be your, your change-up back. So, you know, we, we talk so much about Justin Williams Thomas and he gets in the game for three carries. So apparently he's not ready to protect the passer or he's not comfortable playing college football. That that'll come. It's not a knock on him, but that's where he is as of this moment on September the 1st, when we're recording at 10 41 PM at night. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's just, I mean, that's how it goes. You know, you're, you're brand new, you're a freshman. I mean, this, this is, you, you wait your turn. You get a couple of touches and, and you wait your turn behind the other guys who are ready to, to handle this kind of game. It's not for you right now. And that's fine. How old is he? 17, 18? Yeah, 18 years old. He just looks 18. like a man. Yeah, he's a baby. You're still a baby. So it's okay. You sit behind the big boys, let the big boys play, learn from them, and then get out there when you're ready. I don't think there's a problem with that. Yep, uh, I agree. Any other takeaways from the game that you have? I have one on defense that I wanted to share, but go right ahead. Well, the one thing I did see that was, I think the score would have been different had that Ball State kid not fumbled at the pylon. Mm-hmm. Right that before- would have, it would have, yes, it would have been a different, I think a different feel, but I think him doing that just killed them. I mean, it just, it really did just killed them. They're, they weren't a terrible-looking team. I mean, they, they weren't making, I don't feel like, stupid mistakes or anything. They were just, besides that one kid, poor guy, um, they were just way out of their league for the most part. Like, it was just, it just, you, if you were playing people who were on your same level, besides that one kid with the hair, I don't know who that guy is. Like, look like an 80s rock band guy you know what i'm talking about yes i saw him yes he was good he i would see i would expect to see him in the nfl someday but other than that you're you're just out of your league i mean you just are and if you get somebody who's on the same level of competition i think they'll be fine ball state will but not up against tennessee but i think that's something that tennessee fans should be really excited about a couple of things i take away from I'm going to go back to the offense before I go defense. One, I thought Hendon Hooker looked incredibly composed, which I thought would be the case. I thought he had some great option reads where he he pulled and kept and hit the edge, and he was able to score on one of them. I, I just I think he goes into this with a calmness, a, a sense of, of faith in who he is. I don't mean religiously at all of who this team is. But I, I think that that was very apparent. A guy that probably was nervous as all get out when he replaced Joe Milton last year. On the other side, on the defensive side, I was really impressed by uh, uh, Tennessee's scheme defensively. I thought they showed a lot of different looks and twists and stunts up front. Now, a lot of that is because it's against Ball State, which might hurt you with poor gap 
feel and and against good teams. But against Ball State, you show a bunch of looks, so Pitt has to prepare for a lot of stuff. But as a whole, I mean, I I, I don't come away with really any any negative takes. I guess my one would be that at the end of the half, I thought Tennessee's first team defense on that drive you're talking about that ended in a fumble, they were they were in the locker room a little bit early. I thought they got a little soft there. You and I were texting back and forth. You mentioned the fumble. That's not going to be uh, tolerated by Wright, but it was recovered by Darnell Wright. Mm-hmm. But um, Amanda, I um, I thought that was a really solid hit on the ball. I, I think there are some fumbles that are pretty impossible to avoid. You don't ever want to fumble, but man, that was that was helmet on ball. Yeah, that was a difficult one to avoid, and he wasn't carrying the ball out. He wasn't. He didn't have it out like you see a lot of the players do, or have it palmed. And I've seen players palm it, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why? It's like a baby. Don't okay. do that. Carry it close. The only one guy can do that. His name is Walter Payton, and somehow he never fumbled. (laughs) And nobody here is Walter Payton. So, (laughs) no, he – but he wasn't doing – Wright wasn't doing all of that. He was just running, and right at the right time, that guy's helmet just went whoop, and that ball just went – and, I mean, that happens. Like, and it sucks, but it wasn't, I don't think, a problem with him mechanically or he was having a mental error or anything like that. It was just the right place, right time for the poor guy, you know, so, other guy. So a couple of things that um, d- coaches are going to look at are going to be penalties. And uh, Tennessee did have six penalties for 49 yards. They did have uh, the, the one turnover. But um, as a whole, again, I'm judging this mostly on the first half, like 90% on half the game. Uh, as a whole, I thought it was pretty clean for mm-hmm. a season opener. I mean, everybody expected that, but Amanda, I've seen a lot of season openers where teams come in and they're clearly taken aback by the environment. That didn't that didn't happen, and I thought that was impressive. Again, speaks to the composure not only of Hooker but the entire offense and the entire team. I think that speaks to the composure of Josh Heupel and the way he has these people you know, his players ready. Because if you notice with Nick Saban, it's always about discipline. And everyone always will go out there and say, you know, what do you think you did right? Or what do you think you did wrong? And, you know, Alabama's up 24 to nothing at the half. And Nick Saban has a list of things that we didn't do this right. We didn't do that right. We didn't do that right. We didn't do that right. And everyone looks at him like he's insane because – you're, you know, winning 24 to nothing. But Heifel has that same mentality. If you notice when at the end of the game, when they were like, okay, you know, how is everything? Well, he was like, well, we were messy at the end of the, the first half. We need to clean that up. We were messy at the end of the game. We need to clean that up. So having a 59 to 10 victory is great. He's, he's excited about it, but clearly he still can see that there's improvements that need to be made. And he's not one to just, you know, go crazy on his team about it. But he's also one to say, hey, I'm still, I'm coaching. Here, we need to make these improvements. And not just, woo, we won, you know. Agreed. We've seen a lot of coaches that, woo, we won, and they don't have any input to give. It's just like, 
We won yeah. 59 to 10. We're great. Butch Jones is basically the guy you're talking about. He thought Tennessee fans would be fine with nine wins forever, and they weren't. And in fact, told um, a close friend of mine on the sidelines when he was an analyst for Alabama and Tennessee was struggling even further. Hey, um, what was wrong with me winning nine games around here? So clearly the expectations, I believe, uh, based off the fan turnout. And if anybody's out there that went to the game and can share that there may have been an app issue with the ticket app. I saw that pop That's up. That's what on, I heard. Pop up on Twitter. I, I, I didn't. I will say this about the fans. I'm not calling out any fans at all. But I thought at the beginning of the game that the there were some there were more empty seats. And I thought I know it's a Thursday night game and I get all that. But at the up the upper level, when they showed a couple of those shots, I was a little bit surprised. But um, maybe that was the ticket app problem. Well, I, yeah, they, it may have been. I mean, Jabari Davis, former Tennessee running back, is the one I saw that said he that he tweeted out that the ticket app crashed, and that's bad. Goodness knows, Amanda and I can relate when it comes to apps. We will have one soon, we think. And God bless my wife for doing all. the work behind the scenes and making it happen uh but uh yeah amanda i think that couple things is this is a essentially a dress rehearsal so let's think about tennessee moving forward to Pitt. i think Pitt's better up front than a lot of people think um but with what tennessee showed me tonight and their ability to move some people around on the defensive side maybe that's a little bit closer of a of a matchup i really have a difficult time judging tennessee's offensive line against a team like ball state i'm just i'm just gonna be honest with you i I would i would get more out of a scrimmage at lindsey nelson stadium where they used to practice in the outfield back in the day um i would get more out of that than i would ball state i just yeah i mean this is not a game that you can really do a lot of a lot of judging on I will say, though, that, I mean, especially on the on lines, like the offensive line, you can't really do a lot of judging because you're right. I mean, it's – the talent is just not the same. It's just not the same. It's just not going to equal up. It's it's going to be like a college team playing a professional team. It's not going to be the same. It's going to look one completely lopsided. And it did tonight. But this game looked completely lopsided in Tennessee's favor. But I think that's something that Tennessee fans haven't, haven't seen in a while. Is it being lopsided to their favor? And so I understand the excitement about that. I do want to say that I was quite impressed with the secondary, though, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mean, I the two interceptions, that was great. But they also went with the whole, we'll give you the yards, but we won't give you the points. Because Ball State had, what, like 343 yards, I think? Uh, yeah, they ended yeah, ended with 343, which is more than I thought watching the game, but when I saw it at the end. And at one point in the second quarter, I think I texted you that it was like the time of possession, and Ball State had the ball for 15 minutes, and Tennessee had the ball for 10. So it's in the second quarter for 10 minutes. But Tennessee was up, like, however much, 30 by 30 points at that point. So it's that hurry up offense. 10 minutes is all it took for Tennessee to score 30 plus points. Right. You know, Ball State had it 15, I think still at that point had a zero. 
Do I think Tennessee would like for that number to be um, a, a little more balanced? Yeah, but if they're even close in time of possession, they're probably happy with that with their quick striking offense. Um, if it's even in the ballpark, yeah. it ended up almost even 30 minutes uh, and five seconds for the Cardinals, 29-55 for the Vols. So almost 50-50. And I do want to go back to the very beginning. What did you think of Ball State's approach, Amanda? Because they, they opened the game with a reverse flea flicker. And wow. Um, uh, and then they wanted to go for it on fourth down. And they kind of caught Tennessee unaware. Now, that's going to be something that's going to bother Tennessee's coaches. They had to burn a timeout there. That'll hurt you against a good opponent. But yeah, Ball State went all out. Ball yeah, State. but a good opponent is probably not going all out on the first drive no. of the game. That's just not happening. No. I think that was just the Ball State coaches were like, we ain't got nothing to lose here. Let's see if we can put some points on the board. Yep, That's going to be our best bet is just to scare them for a moment. I agree. That's it. Uh, well, I, I think we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. We will – join you each and every weekday at 8 30 so if you're watching right now be sure and tune in at 8 30 on friday and we will have a fantastic show josh ward of the sports animal will join us we're looking forward to that and also we will be joined by um well we'll play comments that is from uh, several of the players and caleb calhoun will join us he's got his uh, rapid reactions that will be on uh, off the hook sports.com. So check that out as well. Uh, but uh, my stories are already up there off the hook sports.com. And uh, basically a, a, a breakdown of the defense and what they did and a breakdown of Tennessee's tailbacks. It is weird coming away from a 59 to 10 game, not talking about a Hendon hooker throwing for 500 yards. I well, mean, I mean, he did run in two of those touchdowns though. If we're not, I mean, Four touchdowns total for him, and two of them he ran in. Yeah, that's... It's weird to me coming out of something with zero touchdowns for Cedric Tillman and zero for Brew McCoy. I think that's just weird. Yeah, and did you feel like... Okay, so before we we go away, did you you feel like they tried to force the ball to Brew McCoy a a little bit early, maybe to get him in rhythm? The guy's been through so much. Coaches will never admit to things like that, but I always wonder in the back of my mind, are you like, hey, let's get this guy out there and let's get get him some catches. He's been through a rough month of uncertainty. Let's get him some catches. Do you think that goes through? Yeah, I think you can see it. You can see it, too. I mean, you can see it when when it looks like you know, it's it's maybe not the best person in the position to hit, but the quarterback still tries to go for him. You're like, but that guy over there was wide open. But go for this guy. He's double covered. That sounds great. Not that anybody was double covered tonight, but, you know, yeah. that you can tell. Boy, Tennessee's receivers are deep. Again, I know we're talking about second mm-hmm. and possibly even third teamers coming in, but – Cedric Tillman, six catches, 69 yards. Jimmy Holiday, four catches, 62 yards. Ramel Keaton, four catches, 57 yards. Brew McCoy, three for 42. Jalen Hyatt, two and 28. Uh, Squirrel White, three and 25. Walker Merrill had that touchdown where he was bare. And that's why Tennessee, if you, that play right there is exactly why I think Josh Heupel has a chance to change things in the SEC East. He gets people wide open. 
Amanda, you've pointed out, I've, I haven't seen many people as wide open as Walker, Walker Merrill was. Uh, Dylan Sampson, the running back, had a catch. Uh, John Jancic and Jabari Small had a catch. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players caught a football for the balls. Yeah. And Joe Milton actually did pretty well. Yeah. And the, the one touchdown pass was a howitzer that was cleanly caught. And I would want nowhere close to my body. That ball was moving. Remember we were at SEC Media Days and supposedly he, he could throw the ball 100 yards. I don't know if you saw that bit of news, but um, I think it was Cedric Tillman saying that he could throw the ball 100 yards in the air. I'd have to see it to believe it. But even if there's a claim out there, that means you're probably somewhere in the 70-ish range, which is pretty good. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I believe like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know that Tua can throw it like 60 yards and no one believed that, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean he I mean you don't have to have the the strongest arm, you just have to have a strong enough arm. Milton has Milton would give up half of his arm strength right now to have a little more touch on the ball. I mean he just needs accuracy. That's all he needs. He needs just – I mean, you can throw it as hard as you can against, uh, you know, the broad side of the barn, as they say. But if you can't hit it, you can't hit it. So that's that's the problem. Like, you can you can throw it 80 miles an hour at the broad side of the barn, but if you can't, you can't hit it because you don't have the accuracy, it doesn't matter how fast you throw it. Amanda, I will talk to you at 8.30 in the morning. We encourage – Clearly in my sleep. Yeah, how could you sleep too? Uh, we encourage everybody to check out offthehooksports.com. We also encourage you to check us out at 8.30 in the morning. Again, Josh Ward of the Sports Animal is going to join us. And also Caleb Calhoun, just a budding young writer who is on Off the Hook Sports. Oh, so smart. So like incredible. he is just. And heat. Talking about you. He's insane about Tennessee. Like he, I mean, he just pulls stats like. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Yeah, he pulled out a Bowden Wyatt stat that I'd never heard before. But again, him, Josh Ward of the Sports Animal, and we'll have reaction from uh, Tennessee's press conference as well as they're, I'm sure, about to hit the microphones and hit the podium. So again, thanks for tuning in this late at night, and we'll talk to you at 8.30 in the morning. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports for Amanda LaPrada. I'm Dave Hooker. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.